Alright, happy Halloween once again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to tonight's open space. And now we are joined by students from Lam Khao Mao Secondary School. Welcome everyone. Here they are introducing themselves. We are students from Class 6C and I'm Leng. I'm Yankee. I'm Yemi. And I'm Heidi. All right, welcome to Open Space, Form 6 students. Thank you for taking your time out because I know Form 6 students have a lot to do in your ear. So first of all, we're going to talk about how to improve ourselves during adversity. And you guys have got different books and different quotes that you want to use from your books. Anybody want to go first? Yes, uh, I would like to go first. And uh, today I would like to share uh, your books course. It is not about the bike. My Journey Back to the Life, written by Lance Armstrong. Right. So tell us all about the backstory. I mean, Lance Armstrong, he's been through quite a lot, hasn't he? Yes. Uh, he's a professional cyclist when he's 18, and he's he's uh, found that he was suffering from cancers when he's 25 years old. Mm. And and he have uh, faced these uh, challenges, and he fights against the disease. And finally, he recovered, and he still won in many uh, in many competition. Wow, that is incredible. And for him to write that all down and document it, to share with the world for such a personal journey it must be difficult. So which chapter or what's the particular quote that you find the most touching or most powerful? Yes, uh, he have a quote uh, called uh, make an obstacles to an opportunities and make a, a negative to a positive. And this all, uh, can help to remind us not to give up when we face every challenge and obstacles and we have to uh, be optimistic while facing any challenge uh, in our academic or, or even in our society. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Hong Kong right now, we definitely need a lot of positivity right now. Next up, coming to Yankee, you've also got an autobiography to share with us. Yes, the autobiography I would like to share today is called I'm Malala. Right, Nobel Prize winner. Yes. All right, tell us all about this book. This book talks about Malala's life and how she has stood up for education. She was born and raised in Pakistan, which is a patriarchal society. Mm. So it was very difficult for her to do all these things yeah. when all, all the people around her do not support her. Yeah, for her to really just stand up and also not be just an icon in Pakistan, but in the world, yes. is incredible. Yes. yes. Uh, one of the challenges that she met in her life is that she was once shot down by Taliban, mm. which is a terrorist in Pakistan. Time because she refused to be silenced and continued to fight for her dream. Yeah. Um, however, she recovered miraculously and she continued her dream in the future. That's so amazing. it was uh, very lucky. Yeah. So again, is there any particular quote that struck you the most? Um, I like one of her words is that she said, "When the whole world is silent, even one voice becomes powerful." I think this can shows her bravery and her ambition to help women in the world to fight for their dreams because I think in the difficult situation in her uh, in her country she did not give up which I think we Hong Kong teenagers should learn from her yeah absolutely thank you so much we'll come back to you for more next I'm gonna speak to Yami yes. Yami you've got something different to share with us today yes uh, I'm going to talk about the book called 127 hours between a rock and a hard place mm. Yes, uh, this book talks about Aaron Ralston. It is also an autobiography. Yes. And it is about the story of uh, Aaron Ralston, a climber who amputated his right arm in order to survive in an extreme case. Right. So that book later was turned into a Hollywood movie as well. Yes. Yeah. All right. Tell um, us all about this book. 
uh, in 2003, when Aaron was climbing along alone through Blue John Canyon, a boulder came loose, and the rock rolled onto his arm and crushed his right hand against the canyon wall. And the young man was trapped and couldn't move his body, so he had to decided to amputate his arm with a knife mm. for survival. Yeah, that scene in particular for the movie version has got everybody just squinching. Like I don't want to look at it, but I know what's happening. It's crazy. So what did what's your takeaway from learning about his experience? Uh, I think we should not exaggerate our failure, especially when we have uh, faced some adversity and some difficulties. We mm. have to explore the good sides, like uh, when Aaron was uh, uh, deciding whether to amputate his right arm, he think of some good memories with his families and right. this becomes some motivation and courage of him to uh, do this for right. survival. So kind of be grateful for what you have and focus yes. on that as well. Okay, great. Thank you. Next up, and finally coming to Heidi, tell us all about the book that you want to share with us today. Well, the book I've chosen for today is called Barracan. Mm. And Barracan refers to the place where slaves were captured before they were sold. Right. And so this book is a biography about a person called Kajo Lewis. I'm not sure if I pronounce his name right. But you got it very he, well. He is the last survivor of the slave trade between African and the US. Right. And basically the story is uh, his, his tough journey of being a slave and how he had become a slave. And through the book, I realized that our life is actually much more easier than a lot of others. Mm. And I think uh, we should definitely not, not give up easily because if others can go through so much uh, hard things in their life, then we must we must be tough and we must not give up. Yeah, it feels like it's a million miles away from the Hong Kong style or the life that we have in Hong Kong. What attracted you to read this book? Well, because um, I actually like the tone that he described his life because he's ne he he never complains about anything and mm. he just stay very positive and uh, he said in the book that he agreed to share his life because uh, he he want to show that uh, he he can always see the good things in life and um, yeah I think that's that's the that's the reason why he wants to share his life and mm. that's something we should all learn from. Yeah. So I think a lot of the messages that even though you've chosen different books, very different books as well, it's it's kind of similar to really just be grateful, be perseverance and also to not give up. It's kind of the central message of all of these incredible stories and lives that we're reading up about. So I want to come to you again. If there's any chance that you think that you could apply what you've learned from the book to what's happening in Hong Kong right now. Yes, there are many, many challenges facing in uh, Hong Kong society. Maybe, um, maybe uh, many youngsters have different uh, thoughts with the government or even uh, the, uh, maybe their family members. And there are many uh, obstacles we have to face. And it is important for us to have perseverance and not to give up. While we are chasing our dreams and we have to continue to uh, maybe uh, just speak out and to 
express our ideas to uh, to the society and let others to know about us. Yeah, you mentioned about uh, you know even fights or disagreements within families. How have yes. your family members been reacting to what's happening in Hong Kong? Um, maybe for the fa- uh, for my family members, they may think that uh, it is. Um, it is good to have a stable lives and to uh, just uh, have uh, a stable income and they maybe don't uh, think more about uh, our freedom or something maybe for our futures and but for many youngsters uh, we are thinking about uh, how we can have more freedom and we can do what we want in our uh, our societies and to have uh, freedom of speech, but maybe these will have some conflicts with our family members. Mm. Does that apply to all of your family chats? Yes, that applies in my family too. Yeah. Um, my family also thinks that um, we should, in Hong Kong situation now, we should just do our best and do um, what we should do. And they also mainly focus on stable lives, but not to fight for freedom. Mm. But we Hong Kong people focus on more about how our future lives is and how. Um, free, how we should uh, and fight for freedom and uh, the right, the correct right for us. Right. How about for the rest of you guys? I mean, how do you're all rammed up about the fight as well? Oh, well, actually, my family is uh, a lot better than a lot of families in Hong Kong because um, we don't fight over this uh, political things because we all have the same stand. Right. And um, actually. My parents are even more aggressive than I am. Really? And that's why I am always, when going to protest, or I am always the one uh, saying that don't go to the front line and stay safe. Wow, yes. that's amazing. And then for Yami? Uh, I think my family have a different situation with you guys. As uh, My parents have different opinion on this uh, social issue. Just mm. like uh, uh, some of my family members think that the activists shouldn't be so violent of uh, uh, of vandalism of some uh, MTR station or the malls, uh, but some of my family members think that it is uh, rational to do so uh, for pursuing freedom for Hong Kong. Right. Yes. And what do you guys think? Actually, I think the level of violence used by the protesters is, for me, is acceptable because when it is compared to the violence that police forces use on uh, the protesters. I think it is, uh, it is understandable why how people react this way. Mm. I know that uh, maybe some people think that it is too violent or maybe it is not necessary. But I think uh, in this moment, every method have to be used mm. to so that the government can do something. Right. And the rest of you, what do you guys think? Yes, for me, I think um, maybe uh, there are many conflicts between um, maybe between the teenagers uh, and societies. But I think the most important is respect, and we have to respect each others, and we should accept uh, others' view, but not just uh, but not just uh, fight against it. And we should uh, use our point of views to. Uh, uh, and we should express our point of views and not not just only uh, to do something um, maybe just uh, argue with others and 
the most important is that we have to、uh, communicate with each others, and we can、uh, maybe finally we may get a, a good result. Yeah, I absolutely agree. I think communication cannot be in second place. It should always be a priority, whether you agree or not. Always talk about it. You know, discussion shouldn't end because you have a different point of view. But you know, speaking about respect, you know who has my biggest at most respect? All those cleaners. Workers, technicians, people who are working overnight to just fix everything and basically have Hong Kong functioning again the next day. I mean, they they deserve a huge round of applause. So next time, when anybody is trying to fight for a freedom with vandalism or with destruction, think about them, please. All right, once again, we just heard from Ling, Yankee, Yami, and Heidi, and they're all coming from SKH Lam Kao Mao Secondary School. Thank you so much for your sharing today. Thank you. Thank you.